It's March. I know that we are getting to the temperature I need Austin to be getting to because two things are happening. Number one, the sun. The sun is not just out here ornamentally anymore. It's like warm. (laughs) I took too long to figure out what word I wanted to use to only land on warm. But but here we are. Um, The other thing is my voice is incredibly scratchy today. Um, and I've got the March allergies. Um, so I apologize for that. But you know, we're not going to let that stop us. Uh, welcome to the very first episode of Day Parties. Uh, I can't tell you how excited I am about this particular section uh, in, in the, uh, sick palette, uh, very tiny universe, (laughs) uh, Cineverse, I think that only, uh, goes if, like, you're Marvel, the cinematic universe, this is, I think, the sick palette cinematic universe right here, this, this particular spot of it, um, day parties, what is day parties, uh, as a section in a substack. So I wanted to uh, also talk about two things that I love uh, intertwined, um, movies and food uh, and media. And um, it felt like a little bit more niche uh, and also food lighting you know, a little bit of food photography, just basically how food is depicted in pop culture while also celebrating a very specific kind of party, hence day parties. Um, And it didn't feel like this is something that that really kind of fits in with your weekly sick palette repertoire. And you know, this this is what it means to to have a, a substack and to have a community, right? We're able to kind of build subsections and 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 keep keep things a little bit spicy. A lot of unnecessary food puns, I feel I get to in the morning. Some people's brains are sharpest in the morning, and I would like to assume that mine is too, but I I I have my doubts. Um so in this section, are we going to be talking about brunch? Uh, Are we going to have an episode on South Indian brunch? Yes, absolutely we will. Will we be talking about breakfast tacos in Austin? Yes. Are there going to be interviews? Absolutely. Um, So so each episode, quote unquote, is going to be different. It's going to be, you know, a companion podcast and newsletter um, and also working on some really fun um, day party video ideas. Um, the only the only thing is, uh, and I'm sure that they will find a way to fix this soon. With Substack, I'm able to really only uh, delve into one kind of media uh, at a time. So you know, if I'm making a video, it's posted as a video, and I can't attach a podcast to it yet. Um, I'm not the most tech savvy person, but you know, we're going to figure it out. Paid subscribers. 
Um, this is also a time for you guys to definitely shine. I mean, if you have ideas and things you want to talk about, things that you want to be discussed either in day parties or the supper club report or even just the main feed, um, this is why you guys get to comment. Um, I do get a lot of emails from you guys and I love that too. Um, I want all of this to feel like this is, uh, a community that you can contribute towards. So just, you know, just a little bit of uh, housekeeping and, and what all of this is right at the top. Let's get into it. My first episode of Day Parties, I wanted to kind of talk about um, one of, for me, one of the most formative food movies I have uh, I, I I keep close. I keep close to my heart, um, and not and not for the reasons that I think are popular, such as plot. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't much care for it. Um, so, side note: I I uh, was a film major, uh, and before getting into food, I really thought that's what I was going to be doing. I was working on a documentary that I had shot myself. Um, I, you know, studied, uh, film noir. Um, that was a lot of my emphasis. Um, so this is, this is something very close to my heart. Um, but I, I fell in love with food. And I think one of the reasons why I I fell in love with food is because it really does feel like when you are making food, when you are entertaining, when you are in a kitchen, honestly, that's cinema, baby. <laughs> art. A-R-T-E. Art. Um, so I was about to introduce uh, what movie I wanted to discuss, and then I, I didn't. That's a classic beat, Patricia, for you. Uh, the Godfather. Yeah. Never heard of it. Yes, you have. Of course you have. Uh, the Godfather, uh, which came out. 1972? Ooh, let's look it up and see. Oh, my God. Guys, March 24th, 1972. I just knew. Uh, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Um, the Godfather, I am always ravenous. Ravenous when I watch The Godfather because I find it to be such a food movie. Um, and like I said... Uh, it, it's a movie that is, is honestly a comfort movie of mine. I have watched it several times in a row, like during terrible break breakups in like college. And it's just something that, you know, you can pop in. I don't know if you can pop in movies anymore, but I still feel like you can digitally pop in, you know, on a Sunday while you're getting stuff done. And it's just, it's one of those things I like to make, you know, a very long meal while having The Godfather in the background. Um, because it, it is such a food movie. Uh, another, another reason why I make, whenever I make uh, my bolognese lasagna, I make two at a time. Because there's one to freeze and then one to serve. Because let's say it's a very cold day and I'm thinking to myself, you know what? 
this feels like a moment where I can watch The Godfather. Then, yeah, that lasagna is coming out. Because if I don't have food in front of me while I'm watching The Godfather, there it's just... <sighs> don't watch The Godfather on an empty stomach is what I'm saying. Now, the A-plot, uh, it's, once again, not the reason why I watch it. Um, it's, you know, dealing with, like, a bunch of, like, misogynistic, deeply racist, um, supremely sexist, like, baby men who, like, are, like, kind of, like, bickering with each other about, like, uh, city blocks. Um, you know, and there's a lot of, like, who's killing who and honestly you know I can tell you that whole part of it uh but it's not the most interesting part of the movie it just really isn't um the best parts of the movie I feel is the background the the kind of stuff what I would I would say is the c plot you know you know how in sex in the city they're saying New York is uh you know the fifth character in The Godfather, I want to say sauce, red sauce. Red sauce is the C-plot. Um, and and the, the movie, the whole movie, obviously, it's shot so beautifully. Um, and it, it is one of those things where the romance lies in when there's hospitality, right? So... There's a there's a scene right in the beginning where, um, you know, uh, the sister is getting married and, you know, there's whole marriage going on. I mean, a wedding going on at their house, which their house is deeply sick. Amazing. Um, and, you know, uh, people are asking uh, favors from the godfather and, um, you know, in everything is lit kind of dimly inside and then um there's there's like it's a tiny little moment right when um sunny played by james con uh is about to go upstairs he's in the house now he's about to go upstairs to go uh cheat on his wife because he's he's a real good guy um but when he's walking towards the stairs he's he's dark and in the background is it's lit so beautifully the kitchen and you can just see so much bustle happening and that's where the light is um so even though you're focused on sunny the light is where the food is and um it gives the whole movie's warmth it gives that sort of relatability i think that's honestly the staying power of that movie it's not necessarily uh, you know, the racist, uh, sexist mafia men. It's, it's the, the warmth that you get around everything, right? Like, um, you have even, you know, Marlon Brando every time, and they're not precious about it either. It's not like, okay, so the food is lit so beautifully or like the idea of food, you don't even see the food. Uh, in the background while Sunny is going upstairs. And so food means good. Food means, uh, you know, happiness. It's just that food is just around. It's there and they're not 
precious about it. So, you know, Marlon Brando, every time, poor guy, every time he gets around fruit, he's, he's, he's close. He's close to <laughs> leaving our, our, our mortal plane here. First time he's in the market, he's buying fruit. Or, you know, they're giving it to him. I don't, I don't really know how his fruit contract works. You know, like if you're like a lowly fruit vendor and uh, you know this guy is like the big time, the big time guy around, you know, he's picking up, you can tell, Marlon Brando, he's just picking up every single piece of fruit, you know, and just having a ball. You're probably not charging that guy. Neither here nor there. Uh, but he gets shot at the market. Um, and the second time after he survives, he's, he's in his own tomato garden. It's gorgeous tomato garden. Spoiler alert for the Godfather. But at this point, I feel like you should, you should go watch the movie. (laughs) Uh, and he's having, he's having a ball with his grandson. He's got a tomato in his mouth and he's, you just see these gorgeous tomato vines all around him, and uh, he is, he's dying. Um, he's pretending to be a monster. Wow. Listen. Listen. Pretending to be a monster. Wink, wink. Um, and is, is dying among these gorgeous tomatoes. It's, uh, you know, also you see when, when they're all kind of holed up because there's, there's, some real gang war happening, right? And uh, they've they've got a hole in because uh, things are things are a little bit challenging. Things are a bit tough. Uh, Clemenza is making, um, you know, some sauce, and he's showing Michael how to make sauce for a bunch of dudes. If you're like holding in one place, like one thing you got to know is how to make sauce. You know, and he's like, yeah, you burn, you fry the garlic first. That's number one. Number two, you know, you get your tomatoes, you get your tomato paste. This is, make sure you keep working it, blah, 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 blah. It's like, man, I want that right now. I want to be with a bunch of my friends making sauce. And this is ultimately uh, what I decided my career was going to be. Make a lot of sauce, literally, (laughs) and make sure I'm around a bunch of friends. This to me is what the Godfather really shines in is um all of all of its its idea that you're you're doing you're working uh so hard you're you're being a terrible person so you can have little moments, right? Little moments to you know eventually die in your tomato vineyard. This really got away from me pretty quickly. Um, but <laughs> this is to me, uh, a great movie about food. If you completely ignore everything else. <laughs> and I think this is what it is. Movies that are, I find to be, uh, with, with a few exceptions, there are some exceptions, but movies that are surren- sur- surrounded about, uh, you know, the, the plot is about a chef or kitchens or people making food. It's saccharine. It's typically really, 
really uh, missing the mark, right? Um, and it makes it makes oh, food is now like this weird, like precious thing instead of it just being part of our lives, which is what it is. You know, food is cinematic because it's it's honestly the best part of everyone's day. I am I I have not met a human being yet who. And this, I'm, I'm even including all you solvent people, but I'm pretty sure people who are, um, you know, taking solvents in the morning and uh, having three solvent uh, bottles per day, three square solvents, they're probably not listening to this podcast. They're probably not subscribed to this Substack. But hey, let me let me bring in the solvent people here too. Your best part of your days is when you as an alien human, decide that you're going to crack open a fresh bottle, fresh bottle of green or blue, you know? I, I, don't, I don't actually know what, what the flavors or the colors are called, but, you know, you can't wait to gulp down that pea protein. Is it pea protein? What, what is it? It's that you guys don't want to think about food, but my point is you're, we're all inherently always thinking about food. Yeah. Even, even the solvents. And if you're not thinking about food, you're thinking about things around food. It's, it's, uh, it's why we all continue to exist. That's what it is. Um, so every, every I, I don't know how many times I want to do day parties. I don't want to say every week because, uh, you know, We've got a lot of content that's that's just kind of coming 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 around. Uh, but let's just say, like every couple of weeks, uh, we'll we'll talk about a movie, um, and then the newsletter uh, will have a little bit of um, uh, a recipe, maybe. Listen, I'm still trying to figure all this out too. Um, but it'll have a recipe. It'll also have a little bit of some some day party tips. Uh, this week, I want to talk about grazing boards, i.e. cheese boards, uh, which is a day party staple. Um, this, this movie, Godfather, I feel like it's very pro-graze. You know what I mean? Like, you've got the wedding. Oh man, I love I love in the beginning when like <laughs> one mobster is like yelling at another mobster where he's like, "Hey, I got a couple sandos for you. These are my flavors." And I there's a part of me that the excitement of someone just screaming about the flavors of sandwiches to another person, I, like I cannot wait to see these sandwiches. We don't get to see these sandwiches. But I just feel like everyone does such a good job of being so excited about food. And so I do feel like you've got tons of grazing boards here at The Godfather. Uh, I said here at The Godfather as if it's like a restaurant. <laughs> here in New Jersey's The Godfather, we've got tons of grazing boards. Grazing boards on every table. We'll scream sandwiches to you. You'll never get those sandwiches, but you'll be very excited about those sandwiches. That would be uh, my pitch for <laughs> The Godfather. A chain of Godfather-inspired grazing board uh, specific restaurants. 
<laughs> Somebody throw me some money. Okay. Uh, I think, I think that's about it for this first episode. Uh, coming up on this particular section, uh, like I said, we're going to have some interviews. Uh, we're going to have some more quote unquote movie reviews, criticism, pointing out where food is. I'm going to figure out what exactly to call it. It's a little bit of both. Three. It's a little bit of each. One, two, three. I named three things, not two. <laughs> one would say this is my first podcast and one would be wrong. Um, also, to note, uh, this, this is um, for all subscribers, this particular episode slash newsletter. Uh, but moving forward, day parties, uh, the Supper Club Report, this is going to be mostly a paid subscription thing. So, uh, you know, it is $30 a year for a paid subscription where you get the full archives of Sick Palette. Um, but you also get to comment um, on posts. You get to kind of sort of... Uh, help me curate what exactly these spaces are going to be. Um, and if, if you're saying, you know what, sounds great right now, I am not able to do this $30 a year situation right now. Email me, email me, let me know what, what the situation is, how much you can, uh, you know, how much you'd like to pay and, and we'll figure something out because I want to be able, uh, to get to get all of this content to as many people that want it, um, you know, and make make this a bigger party, right? Make it like a big Italian mobsters daughters wedding day party. Okay, well, follow at Sick Palette for more updates. Also, oh, before I forget, uh, events. Events are happening. Events are being planned here in Austin, Texas um, and beyond. And uh, that's also going to be another paid subscriber perk. That's going to be something where uh, you guys get to have first taste of stuff with, a, with some discount codes and some other fun perks coming up. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I am so, so thankful for the audience that I have, the audience that keeps growing. Um, so tell your friends, a real virtual party is happening here. <laughs>